Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Deontra Nicolette. If you're new here, welcome, my love. I'm so excited for you to be tuned into your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And if you're an OG listener, y'all already know what I'm about to say. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, boy. Hey, what's popping? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Daily. So, my loves, we're having ourselves a nice little cozy fireside chat type vibe episode today, okay? I'm literally in my bed. I'm in my robe. Yes, ma'am. You heard me right. I am in my robe i'm sitting on the bed and i'm just chatting with y'all we got we're holding the mic today okay usually i got myself a little setup where i put it on like um y'all know my little coffee table not the coffee table wait girl what am i saying the end table okay i have my little setup where i have a mic stand thing on the end table and i usually record in the office i try to be real professional sit at the desk not nah, today today we are on the cozy vibes okay i'm literally in bed i just got back from the gym i had myself a beautiful lovely workout so in intense in fact that I stubbed my toe and kind of like messed up my gel polish a little bit and you already know for you to like mess up gel polish you got to be doing some stuff you got to be going rough okay in the paint and that's what your girl was doing today it was upper arm back tricep day I was getting it in so I don't even know how my toe got involved in this whole situation how I stubbed my toe but y'all it was a good workout okay period so now I'm back home I was like I am feeling the vibes I'm clearly in the right mindset at the right energy it is a beautiful day today i said let me let me take the laptop to the bed okay let me get in the bed let me get my robe on let's cozy out let's twerk let's talk because we got some stuff to talk about so that's what we're gonna do today okay y'all so i hope you feel the vibes too if you are not driving if you are not at work listen get in the bed get cozy put the heat on put your robe on if it's a little hot where you live maybe don't put the heat on maybe don't put your robe on okay but get cozy get comfortable and get excited for today's episode so before we get into it i want to update y'all real quick i know i was talking about the gallery wall in the last podcast episode if you have not seen it yet if you don't follow me on either tiktok or instagram listen you don't gotta go follow me but go check out the my tiktok or my instagram because i posted like a final reveal of the gallery wall and i posted exactly what i did to actually um to make the gallery wall the exact steps are actually on the instagram reel because i have more space there to like write out the directions and stuff like that in the caption so go check that out essentially what i did was i created a vision board gallery wall so really what it is is instead of you like getting pictures of what you want to manifest for the year and putting that up on your wall you're putting up pictures of the vibe right because really i don't know about you but when it comes to like decor yes i love me a good like vision board actual picture thing like I have a video on YouTube I think I linked that in not the last episode but the last last episode where I show you guys how to make something like that but really for something like decor 
I want it to be aesthetically pleasing. Like, I want somebody to walk in my office and, like, even if they don't know what's a vision board gallery wall, I want them to be like, okay, these pictures is giving what they need to have gave. So that's exactly what I did. Like, the pictures on my wall, you'll see if you watch the TikTok or the reel. It's not necessarily, like, I'm not trying to manifest, you know, because there's, like, a picture of, like, a door. There's a picture of a bicycle. There's a picture of, like, a Louis Vuitton book. Like, I'm not trying to manifest that stuff, but it's giving the vibes, okay? It's giving the vibes. And if you see it, you are going to know exactly what I'm talking about like in the bicycle picture it does say follow that dream on the sign so like you know it's giving vibes of like following your dreams of making your dreams come true that type of thing it's minimalist it's luxury it's like that's what I'm going for and it also serves as decor it serves as something to be aesthetically pleasing for my office and of course y'all know I spend a lot of time in my office between my nine to five and manifest daily so I literally am like facing that wall every single day when I sit at my desk if I look up that's the first thing I see so really it's just helping me to channel those vibes in my everyday life and my everyday work so if you're interested in doing something like that if you're someone where you're like girl I don't want to make me no vision board like you don't like the traditional vision boards and the way we got to cut out paper stuff listen I don't be doing all that because one thing about me is my printer don't work <laughs> right now so I'm not gonna do all that I'm gonna do something real digital like so this is a way for you to do that and if you're someone that doesn't want to do like a traditional vision board like you don't want to put your business out there in your house like that put it up on the board like maybe you don't really want the people in your household to know exactly what you're manifesting you want to keep you know things hush hush keep the secret I get you I feel you okay so this is a way for you to create that vision board do like by using vibes versus putting down exactly what you want to manifest if that makes sense so go check out the TikTok and the reel y'all will get it once you see it you'll like understand what I'm trying to say because I feel like you know it's one thing to say it on the podcast but it's another thing for y'all to see it okay so today we're talking about the art of detachment and we're talking about detachment because detachment is huge for manifestation i'm gonna get into what exactly detachment is how to practice detachment what are some ways that you can detach why attachment itself happens all that good stuff in today's episode again this is huge for manifestation because when we talk about manifesting like there's a part where everyone says like you gotta let go you gotta let go and if you're like me you'd be like girl how do i let go because i really want this thing like i really want it so we're gonna talk about all that today and we're gonna get into that but before we do uh, one last housekeeping item. I want to thank you guys so much for all the reviews that you were leaving on Spotify and on Apple as well. If you haven't already and you're listening on either Spotify or Apple, I would love to ask if you could leave a five-star review for the show. Y'all know algorithms and such. I don't really got to say much. Y'all know like how these things work. I think everybody at this point knows the algorithm be feeding stuff and doing whatever and it be machines and AI and technology and the matrix. And baby, I don't really know all the details, but all I know is them five-star reviews be helping. So if you enjoyed today's episode if you've ever enjoyed an episode of manifest daily please do leave a five-star review um i don't think you gotta like put your name in or anything like you don't gotta write stuff if you don't want to you just leave the stars and have that be it so thank you in advance if you've already left one or if you will be leaving one today i appreciate that so let's go ahead and dive into talking about detachment and all that good stuff to help you to manifest even better Okay, so like I was saying earlier, I am very, very passionate. I feel like a lot of y'all are also passionate because I've also gotten, you know, questions, DMs about this kind of stuff. Like, how do you practice letting go when it's something that you really want? I know that in my life, when I really want something and when I really want to manifest something, when I really want to call something in, one thing I'm going to do is give it my all, baby. I'm about to be doing the absolute most and I'm really trying to call that thing into my life. Actually, 
she had posted this quote, not even a quote. It was literally like me saying something like I'm using, I guess, on Twitter. And I made it into an Instagram post. So again, if you like follow me on either one of those platforms, you would have definitely seen this already. But if you don't have social, if you don't follow me, I essentially made this like quote thingy where I was talking about how I struggle to let go in the process when it comes to finding romantic love, when it comes to, you know, finding my mans or whatever ouchie in these streets. <laughs> so essentially the post said, they say you meet the right person when you stop looking. My issue is because of how perseverant I am when it comes to everything I want. I fear that I'll never really stop looking. And that I think sums up essentially you know, my attachment to this process and my attachment when it comes to the process of finding love. The issue with this is that whenever you're attached to something, whether it's this idea, whether it's the manifestation that you're calling in, an experience that you want to have, a feeling that you're trying to bring into your life, there's a strong urge to control the circumstances, right? And that's essentially what the process of being attached is. It's that you have a attachment to a specific specific outcome. You have an attachment to the way that the process should unfold. And essentially you are trying to control the process. You're trying to control the circumstances. You're trying to control every single part of this manifestation coming into your life. And control really is for the ego. Okay. Control is for the ego and it ain't nothing else. It ain't for nothing else. It's not for your spiritual self. It's not for the manifestation. Control really serves your ego. And I know for a lot of y'all, y'all might hear the term like ego getting passed around on the internet a lot people talking about ego deaths and people talking about how you gotta like put your ego aside and things like that and I know that when I was starting out on this journey I was like what the hell is the ego like I really wanted to have an actual definition of what the ego was to help me really understand how do you let go of the ego or, or what does it mean to actually observe the ego and put your ego aside so I went searching for y'all because y'all know I love to google a little something something okay and I found this quote on psychedelic times, which really, I think, sums up this definition of ego really well. And the quote says, when spiritual communities speak about ego, they're typically referring to a structure of the psyche that frames one's worldview. It is one's filter on the world, creating the reality that passes through. It's our beliefs, our fears, desires, fantasies, regrets, expectations, and anything else affecting what Buddhists call clear seeing. It's comparable to the Buddhist notion of self, the illusion that we are a chronological entity of concrete, indivisible qualities when we really are as impermanent as the world as we perceive. So I love this and I'm planning an episode talking about like Buddhist learnings that I've kind of gotten over the years and things like that. And one of them is this idea of the self and it's also, which we're going to tackle a little bit, um, the idea of impermanence as well. But essentially when we're talking about the ego, the ego is really just this culmination of our again fears desires wishes wants and really the ego is very like black and white the ego sees this world as one way and it fails to really see that there's more to the world than just black and white yes and no duality um and what we're sort of fed as reality the issue starts to arise when you feel like you're so in control that you feel like nothing can go wrong or you feel like if something goes wrong you can stop it from going wrong you can essentially steer the ship and make it happen the way that you envision it happening and the problem with that is the more that you get into that mindset and that mind frame the more that you're essentially giving your power away so let me kind of explain that when you get into this place where you feel as if you can truly control the process you give your power 
natural way because the second that something goes wrong, you start to fall apart. You start to wonder, where did I go wrong? Where did I miscalculate? Where did I misjudge? How did I not see this happening? And I've had moments in my life where it's like, I start to plan a whole process. Y'all know me, I'm real type A. I be having an Excel sheet for everything. And one thing about them Excel sheets is baby, them Excel sheets can't predict life, okay? Them Excel sheets cannot predict life. It's like you plan things out. You know, they have that saying, it's like, um, what's the, what's the saying? It's like, you plan, God laughs, right? You plan and God laughs because you be thinking it's gonna go like this. This person gonna do this. I'm gonna do this in response. And this is how it's gonna unfold. And the second, the second something goes awry on your plan, everything else starts to fall apart. And it's not essentially as, you know, it's really not falling apart necessarily, but because you believed that you were in control and because you had this whole vision of how it was supposed to go, you perceive it as if it's falling apart. And now you panic it, and now you try to scramble and pick up these pieces of the whole thing that's falling apart. And really that's why, you know, control itself is an illusion. And that's why when you start to believe that you are truly fully 100% in control of your process, it's essentially you giving your power away. According to Psychology Today, detachment can be best described as a process of letting go. It allows you to release difficult situations and sometimes difficult people. By detaching from past experiences and future expectations, you can look at your relationships, both personal and professional, more objectively, which gives you greater clarity. However, you guys, I want to say that there is an art to detachment. I think there's literally a book called The Art of Detachment, and I have not read that book. However, now that I say this, I feel like I got to pick that book up because, you know, clearly there must be a message in there for me and you or some. Okay. But detachment doesn't necessarily mean separating yourself from your emotions completely. I feel like we've started to put this idea of no feelings on a pedestal to the point where everybody is so concerned and so caught up with not getting hurt that the idea of emotional detachment to the extreme has begun to get idealized. Like y'all, I don't know, maybe it's just like my section of the internet that I'm seeing this on, but it's like a lot of stuff and people make jokes and stuff like that. But really it's a lot of people out here that are so afraid of getting hurt when it comes to either, you know, the process of attracting love, the process of their career, the process of manifesting the life that they want, that it seems like, okay, in order for me to fully and a hundred percent avoid getting hurt, getting involved in any of these feelings or whatever, these messy emotions, these messy feelings, I'm gonna just step aside and have no feelings at all. I'm just not gonna feel nothing. I'm gonna be a rock. I'm gonna be a stone. I'm gonna be cold-hearted. And it's like, is that really what you want to do? Is that really what you want to do? I think that people are so quick to want to feel nothing at all versus the possibility of feeling pain. However, when it comes to detachment, it's about acknowledging that things may not go as you plan, right? It's about letting go of the illusion that your plan is foolproof. It's about still being able to care about something, but not necessarily allowing yourself to completely remove all the emotional attachment that you have to something. So when we talk about detachment and the process of manifestation, like this is not about saying, I don't care. I don't care. And just like throwing your hands up in the air, being like, you know, whatever. I don't care if it happens. I don't care if whatever. It's about being like, okay, I do care about this thing. I do care about manifesting love. I do care about manifesting a career that I am in love with, a purpose that I absolutely am in love with that helps other people. I do care about manifesting this life for myself. However, what I am going to detach from is the idea that it has to happen in the way that I see it happening. 
oftentimes, I've said this before, I'll say it again, you will hear examples of this all over the internet. It's so many stories of this all over the internet. People will think that this certain thing is going to come into their life in a certain way. And then the minute that they're like, you know what? Let's just see. Whatever. It can come in however, whenever. It's going to come in on God's time and divine time. And I'm going to just be here doing my thing. And I know that this thing or something better is going to manifest for me. And I'm not going to sit here and be caught up in the how, the when, the where, the why, the all them specific details. The second people let go of all of that, that's the second that something be coming into their lives. And not only that, but usually it's bigger. It's better. It's not exactly what they thought it was going to be but it's so much better and it comes in in such a way that you can't make it up you can't make that up it usually be something like this you know you go out on a day that you didn't want to go out and then you meet somebody that you didn't know you were gonna meet and then they give you an opportunity that you didn't know you're gonna get and it leads to all of these things dominoes falling in such a way that is so synchronistic that we cannot have ever imagined it happening but it happens in that beautiful way because you did what you let go of the process you let go of being attached to the way that it should happen and the way that it will unfold for you. So in that process of being detached, you are not necessarily saying that you don't care for that thing because guess what? We are humans and emotions are important. Emotions let us know, you know, how we are feeling, what we should change in our lives. Like emotions are really, really important. They're actually such a beautiful indicator of so many things in our lives. And so having an emotional attachment to something that you want to experience or want to have in your life is absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely human. So to negate your emotions, to say that I don't want to feel anything is to say that you don't want to be part of the human process. It is absolutely okay to experience your emotions, to have your emotions. But what we're aiming to do here is to hold on to our emotions while detaching from the exact way that we think this thing should unfold. We are essentially releasing our grisp our grasp, our grasp, okay? We are releasing our grasp on the reins. We are letting go of control and we are allowing ourselves to truly co-create with a higher power, to truly co-create with God, the universe, source, whatever name you have for this higher power, instead of saying we can control the entire process because guess what? We can't. And that's actually a really beautiful thing. Like it really just helps you to like let go of some of the burdens of life and be like, I'm gonna give this up to God. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink that includes a mix of 12 functional ingredients, including matcha, that makes you focus as well as adaptogens to help you fight off stress. Magic Mind is perfect for entrepreneurs, writers, content creators, or anyone who could benefit from focused work during their day without the wired feeling of caffeine. Y'all know I'm balancing a bunch of different things in my life, including the podcast, my nine to five, all these things. And sometimes when it's time to sit down in my office and focus, like I'm just really not in the state of mind that I need to be into focus however this is where magic mind comes in i'll drink magic mind in the morning with my coffee and my breakfast as i'm getting ready for my day and by the time that i sit down at my desk to start my work to start my day to check my emails all them things girl i don't feel jittery and i am totally in like a focused frame of mind magic mind helps me to focus on the tasks at hand and work more efficiently because y'all know one thing i ain't trying to do out here is waste my time or energy to snag 20 percent off your order of magic mind go to magicmind.co slash manifest that's m-a-g-i-c-m-i-n-d dot co slash manifest and enter the code manifest at checkout and with their money back guarantee any first purchase will be refunded no questions asked if it doesn't meet your expectations so again to snag 20% off your order of magic mind go to magicmind.co slash manifest that's m-a-g-i-c-m-i-n-d.co slash manifest and enter the code manifest at checkout magic mind has quickly become a favorite part of my morning routine and i know you guys are going to love it too i'll also have the link down in the show notes so you guys can check it out as well so now I want to get into some different ways that you can practice detachment in your life and some different examples of what this can look like so the first one is detaching from material goals and the traditional idea of success talked about this a few times actually talked about this recently on Instagram because we are like spoon-fed this idea of success right and we are spoon-fed the idea that success can be measured and should be measured by material goods material wealth material accolades just the accumulation of more stuff essentially a bunch of hoarding in our life and I think this idea is because material gains and material like things like concrete things that we can see and touch and feel are really you know a good measure in some ways or it, they seem to be rather a good measure because you can literally see it it is there or it isn't someone could be like I have a house or I don't have a house I have this much money or I don't have this much money I have this car or I don't have have this car and it's really easy to sort of see that duality to see the black and white to sort of acknowledge what is or what isn't in someone's specific reality however when it comes to this idea of material like accolades and the measurement of success I think this really just negates the nuances of our world so it negates to see the gray areas that make up our individual perception and our definitions of success so when you talk about detaching from you know the traditional idea idea of success it now becomes imperative that you actually think about how do you personally define success what does success look like to you a lot of times when we sit down and we think about what our idea of success looks like I think for a lot of us we realize that yes the money the cars the actual accumulation of stuff could be fun it could be enjoyable like you'd love to maybe experience some of that in your lifetime however other things like your relationships with your family your relationships to yourself your sense of peace your freedom of time are a lot more important to 
you. And so when you practice this idea of detaching from traditional goals or traditional ideas of success, traditional accumulation of material wealth and accolades, you begin to feel a lot more free because you realize that yes, those things are great. You could have those things and you might experience those things in your life. You also realize that if you don't experience those things in your life, if you don't get a million dollars in your bank account, if you don't get the big old house and the Maserati or whatever it is that, you know, is the material (laughs) indicator of success these days, then you will still be okay. Like you will still be happy. You will still live a fulfilling life. You will still be successful. And so it makes it easy to detach once you realize that, yes, you could have those things and that will be great and fantastic. But if you don't, things will still be okay and you'll still be really fulfilled in your life. Another way to practice detachment is to detach from your work and understanding that this isn't who you are. So I said this and I mentioned this in the 20s episode where we talked about like some things that I would tell my younger self. And one of those things happened to be that a lot of these corporations and large companies don't necessarily care about who you are as an individual. You've heard people say, or at least I've heard people say, and I've seen people like talk about this on Twitter where it's like they're sick or they can't come to work and they tell their boss or they tell whoever. And it's sort of this idea of like, you are replaceable. Like you are just another body in the machine that's keeping this company afloat that's keeping these these companies running and I don't necessarily think that is a bad realization I think it can actually be in some ways quite freeing because once you realize like okay I'm just you know a person here at work I'm here to show up and do my job and make this company money in exchange I make money from this specific thing that I do you also start to realize like this isn't who I am I don't have to be defined by my job title my job is is my job. I show up, I go to work, I do what I got to do and baby, I leave. <laughs> okay. The job is not who you are. And so detachment from work really means detaching from the idea that work is your identity. You are not the work that you do. You can choose to identify as like, yes, I'm a writer or I teach or I do tech or I work in tech. And if that is part of how you choose to identify, that's great. However, if you choose not to identify as your work or as what you do for work, that's also amazing as well. So detaching from work, and really having the ability to show up at work, do what you need to do, have that energetic exchange with the company, receive your money, your funds to do whatever you want to do on the weekend or whatever you want to do wherever really does help. And I think it flows into other parts of your life as well, because then you start to actually realize like, okay, work is great, but like, I don't have to be so caught up in climbing the ladder or so caught up in like the politics of work, because maybe it is not that deep it literally is not who I am and it's just a part of like my experience here on earth and in this life another way to practice detachment which is really really huge and I think this is one of the biggest ones that affects our manifestation is detaching from the idea that anything is permanent again I mentioned this earlier that this is sort of like a Buddhist principle that I have become familiar with and this is something that I remember I used to listen to this podcast called secular Buddhism which is such a good podcast I think it's still active 
tips this day. I actually haven't listened to it in a minute, but this was one of the first podcasts that I started to listen to when I first got into podcasts and when I first like really got aware of my spiritual journey. So highly recommend for you guys if you're looking for something that's like super, I don't know, it's just like super relaxing and super insightful, one of those things. But it's this idea of impermanence, right? Or the idea that nothing is permanent. And this really is just such a freeing idea because oftentimes when we are, you know, creating a life that we want to live, when we are doing all these things in our world, we start to latch on to specific experiences, to specific relationships, to specific things in our life. And we start to see those things as being permanent. And what happens is over time, those relationships change. Those, you know, our environment changes, our home changes, our job changes, we change. And it becomes hard to accept the change and flow with the change if you are so attached to the idea that that thing in the way that you were first experiencing it, it has to be that way forever. Impermanence is so important. It allows us to really flow with life. It allows us to really understand that, yes, this this experience is happening. However, it's really important to live in the present moment and experience it for what it is. It's okay if it changes. It's okay if it doesn't look the same you know a year from now as it did a year ago but all that means is that we're really accepting the idea that change is our only constant and nothing is truly permanent in our life another way to practice detachment is detaching from the ego and from our thoughts this one is huge because when it comes to manifestation and whenever you're manifesting something that you really want often you can have these like really just annoying thoughts that enter into your head where you you know it could be like imposter syndrome thoughts it can be thoughts that sort of tell you like okay this is too big of a dream like you can't do this or whatever it is like we have these thoughts that really enter into our heads and again often this is the ego right often this is that part of yourself that is speaking up with fear it's speaking up with worry it's speaking up with anxiety and it's the part of yourself that wants to convince you and tell you that every single thing that you were aiming to have every single thing that you're calling in is somehow out of reach for you it might be possible for everybody else but for you it ain't possible and so when we detach from our ego and when we detach from those thoughts we are really allowing ourselves to see those thoughts for what they are. We are allowing ourselves to see that those thoughts are simply just thoughts. They don't have to be fact and they are absolutely based on emotion, but they don't need to be our reality if we do not want them to be. Those thoughts don't have to manifest if you don't want them to manifest. So when it comes to this, and we'll talk about this in the next section where I talk about how to actually practice detachment, but it is really key for you to observe the thoughts as what they are and see them as not necessarily being a part of yourself or see them as being like, you know, they have to be a part of your reality, but observing them as simply just thoughts. Detaching from the ego also means detaching from the idea that your identity is permanent. So really, this is kind of like a blend of the ego one and the impermanence one sort of together. But a lot of times we find ourselves attached to this idea of who we once were and who we were in any specific chapter of our lives. And when we start to change and when we start to evolve and when we start to up level and grow, it can cause a lot of stress. I think for a lot of people, like the idea of like, you know, bossing up, growing up, evolving, 
solving all of these amazing things it can be like yeah like why wouldn't you want to experience that or like why would that be a bad thing but a lot of times like when you are going through the evolving process the next season next chapter process the process of like outgrowing your old self it can be a little painful like it can actually be a little bit of a painful process because imagine this like you are literally acknowledging in some ways the death of the version of yourself that you once were it is a grieving process up leveling bossing up growing up evolving is beautiful however it also involves grief it involves mourning the person that you once were the lessons that you never knew the things that you did that maybe you wish you could have changed but you know what you're like I'm gonna accept it for what it is I'm moving on and I know better now however one of those things is that as you start to evolve and grow and you know up level and whatever else you have to detach yourself from the version of yourself that you once were you have to allow yourself to see that version as a version of yourself that did exist that was living and breathing and had thoughts and goals and dreams however now maybe those things have changed and that's okay again the only constant is change and so when we start to accept the impermanence of our realities and of our identities we can really allow ourselves to move and flow in this life with so much more ease and the last one is detachment in relationships so this is really, really important. I think when it comes to relationships, again, this can be romantic relationships, this can be relationships with your friends, with your family, whatever. It is really important to understand that you are not defined by your relationships. You are not defined by your relationships. Yes, you wanna show up in your relationships as a certain type of person. Yes, you wanna give love and receive love and you wanna create connections and you wanna honor the connections you have made. However, you are not defined by those relationships. Allowing who you are to be defined by your relationships in any given time and moment can also lead to codependence and codependent relationships it can lead to you feeling as if whatever is happening with your relationships is going to like affect you on such a deep level and affect who you are being on such a deep level when really we can separate our identity and we can separate who we are being in any given moment in time from our relationships and know that our relationships are a beautiful addition to our lives they're a beautiful addition to our experiences however the lack of any specific relationship again whether that is romantic the lack of a relationship with any family member that you would like to have uh with friends that may you know you may have had friendships and now they've ended and now you're wondering who you are just know that you are still you like you're still able to be you you're still able to be independent a beautiful being evolving and changing no matter what your relationships and your relationship status look like so allowing yourself to not be defined by those relationships and know that you can enjoy them and they are what they are is super super important and a really great way to detach from your relationships but again still be obviously involved in them still honor them still commit to them still nurture them and still acknowledge that they are part of your life but they are not your life if that makes sense i hope that makes sense today's podcast is sponsored by hellofresh with HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and make home cooking 
easy and fun and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers convenient contact-free delivery right to your doorstep and the recipes are easy to follow, quick to make, and have steps and pictures to guide you along the way. Now, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes I buy a whole bunch of produce, a whole bunch of vegetables, a whole bunch of fruits, and then if I don't cook those things fast enough, it goes bad. It can be really hard like planning your grocery shopping for one person and sometimes I have a tendency to like overestimate how much I need to buy for any given recipe or I go to the grocery store without too much of a plan and I'm not really sure what I'm going to make and it just gets really confusing and very annoying. This is why I love HelloFresh. I can get the exact amount of produce and ingredients I need for any given recipe and nothing goes to waste. By skipping the grocery store and using HelloFresh, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25% because HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you are not overbuying. I also love the different recipes that HelloFresh includes. So you guys probably don't know if you don't know, now you know, I don't eat meat and finding recipes that are pescatarian or vegetarian friendly can be a little redundant. Like I love Pinterest, but sometimes it's just like I see a lot of stuff with beans and zucchini beans and zucchini and shrimp and sometimes I'm like I'm tired of beans like I don't want any more beans so HelloFresh makes it easy to switch up my meals and to still make everything super fun super healthy and of course pescatarian and vegetarian friendly go to hellofresh.com slash manifestdaily16 and use the code manifestdaily16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts now I don't know what the gifts are but one thing about me is I love something free and I know y'all love something free too okay and that's on what period baby okay so again go to hellofresh.com slash manifest daily 16 and use the code manifest daily 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts Okay, so now my loves, we are going to talk about how to actually practice detachment. So I kind of touched on a couple of these things as I was giving you guys the different examples of different ways that you can detach. And you probably picked up on some of these ways. But the first thing is you want to observe your thoughts and observe where you feel anxiety or fear. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, I don't know who we is. It's literally just me here. But you know, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, the ego really just like, a lot of the ego is fear, okay? A lot of the ego is that fear, the worry, you know, the the thing, the idea that we can't have what we want in this life and we won't live the life that we want and just all of those really annoying and intrusive and negative thoughts that can come in whenever you are trying to dream big, whenever you are trying to manifest. So observe those thoughts, observe where you feel the anxiety, observe where you feel the fear, observe where you are picking up on the intrusive thoughts and what the intrusive thoughts are about and that's all that's like really going to help tell you what it is that you are feeling attached to so as you observe the anxious and fearful thoughts that come in like I said it's going to tell you what you're feeling attached to so if it's something like the idea of success that we talked about earlier right maybe you are feeling like you can't manifest success in the way that you want it to and so you're thinking like okay I'm going to apply for this grad school program or I'm going to apply this job but I won't get it you start to feel the fear you start to really attach 
to the idea that you either have to have this thing and if you don't have that thing, then you won't be successful. If I don't get this job, I can't do this, I can't do that, um, my career is like not gonna take off the way I want it to. If I don't get into this program or if I don't get this one thing in my reality, then everything else that I have ever dreamed of or that I ever want specific to my career will not happen. That's kind of an example of how, you know, there might be a fearful thought that is career related. So observing that thought is gonna be the first thing you need to do. And then you need to address the fearful thought that is causing you to feel attached and recognize it as the emotional lie that it is. Identify this as ego versus actuality. So in the example I just gave, if for, if for example, how many times have I said example? Oh my gosh. But if for example, you were talking about a specific job and if you're like, I need to get this job or else like literally that's it for my career. I'm never gonna, you know, climb this ladder. I'm never gonna get this. I'm never gonna be successful. I'm never gonna have all these things. Identify that for the lie it is. Like, is this job, this one specific job and is one specific company, is it really the only way that you can be successful, right? And then we have to, even with this example, like go back to the idea of success. Like what does success look like to you? Why does it look that way? How can you redefine success in a way that actually makes sense for you and your reality and what you truly want in life? And then come back to that. Do you really need to actually land this specific job, this specific position to be able to manifest that? And you are gonna find that you don't. Like there are gonna be a million different ways that you can manifest that freedom, that success, those things that you want that don't necessarily involve this specific job. Next, you're going to want to embrace the uncertainty and understand that uncertainty isn't bad. Like uncertainty is just what it is. I think a lot of times, again, we live in this dualistic world where it's like yes or no, black or white. Like you have, like it's like ones and zeros, right? It's binary. It's very, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like constrictive in that way. And so when you address the uncertainty when you embrace the uncertainty you're also embracing again the impermanence right but you're also embracing the idea that you don't know like you don't know if you're gonna get that job and that's okay you can get it or you won't it's like you'll get it and life will be good you won't get it and life will be okay too you'll get something else but like really embracing the uncertainty accepting it is what it is like literally that's the mantra for uncertainty it is what it is baby it is what it is that is going to be super helpful and that's going to be your next step after that you're going to cycle through this essentially so understand that there are going to be moments where you feel attached and there are going to be moments where you need to sort of go through this same cycle again you're going to need to observe your thoughts you're going to need to address the fear you're going to need to embrace the uncertainty you want to accept that flow and you want to not necessarily chastise yourself for falling back into a pattern where you may attach to something you may attach to an idea you may attach to this idea of control but just really allow yourself to stay present and be aware of whenever that attachment comes up for you again be aware so that when it does come up you can observe it for what it is you can address the fears you can embrace the uncertainty this is a journey it is very very like cyclical is that a word I always say that but sometimes like I've never looked that up it's a circle okay you guys it's a cycle it's a circle it goes in it goes in circles it goes in waves okay so this is not something where it's like okay I have detached I am completely detached from now on like I'm a detached being okay I don't know why I'm like picturing an egg and an egg yolk in my head and I'm like the egg yolk is detached from the egg white like what I don't know why that's like what's in my head right now however this is something where it's going to always happen like there are moments where 
you know, for any given thing that I'm any manifesting at any given time. And like to answer your question, yes, you can be manifesting multiple things at the same time because I'm always doing that. We're always doing that. But in any given moment, there are times where I'm like really attached to the outcome of this thing. I'm like, oh my God, I really want this thing. And I start to find myself like really like closing in my grasp of this thing that I want and like starting to visualize and imagine I'm a very visual person. I'm always visualizing. I'm always dreaming. That's great. That's fantastic. I can visualize and I can like, you know, enjoy being in my head about something and like dreaming about something. But then I always like come back to like the, okay, Deandra, like detach from that. Okay. Yes, it might happen. Yes, you might do this thing. Yes, this thing might happen in this way. And like, that would be so cool. Right. But it's okay if it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you'll be okay. You'll be alive. You'll be living. You'll still, you know, be able to enjoy life. You'll still be able to enjoy your experience here. Like this thing unfolding and happening in this exact way that you visualize is not a marker of success. It's not a marker of anything. It just is. It's a possibility. And it's like infinite possibilities. And, you know, there is the possibility that something else can happen. And that's okay too so accepting that understanding it is literally what it is is the way that you detach and the way that you go about this process and like I said you know this doesn't mean you can't visualize this doesn't mean that you can't dream this doesn't mean that you cannot be excited about something be excited you guys like let's can we please toss this no feelings thing out the window because one thing about me I'm a cry okay I'm gonna feel some stuff I'm gonna cry I'm gonna be happy I'm gonna be excited and I want you guys to feel those emotions too because emotions are super 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 important in your manifestation process as well so feel the feelings feel the things but like also accept it is what it is and detach from this idea that it has to happen in an exact way that you see it happening okay so my loves that is the art of detachment <laughs> that is how you can detach in different ways in your relationships and your life in your career and like all the things and how you can practice detachment for better manifestation i hope this was super helpful hopefully all the examples made sense and you guys can figure out how to apply this in your everyday life but detachment again is super super important when it comes to manifestation and truly and honestly it's it's such a practice like it literally is something that you do have to be mindful of and conscious of and practice every single day so do not like I said chastise yourself or beat yourself up if you find yourself getting attached or really getting excited about something and really wanting it to unfold in a certain way I do it all the time it's just the fact that you have to be conscious of that understand it see it for what it is and be like you know what I I have to let go of the control that this has to unfold in this way and I'm just gonna kind of like step into my flow moment okay I'm a flow like water baby okay I'm a flow like water so yes thank you my loves for listening to this episode as I said earlier I would love if you could leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify if you haven't already and I appreciate you if you have already and then the last thing I'm gonna say is that the gold masterclass is happening I know I've talked about this in like I think literally three episodes now and I know you guys are probably like girl where is it when when is it okay y'all I took me a little break this weekend okay usually I work on the weekends but literally this weekend I did not work I watched movies I watched TV I ordered pizza I ate snacks and I had myself like a truly truly restful weekend and now it's Monday and I feel so well rested I feel so energetic and so I don't regret taking that time to rest that being said I did not record what I needed to record for the goal setting masterclass but I am gonna do that and work on that this week so either in the next episode or the following episode after that I will officially announce the date for the masterclass and announce where you guys can go and sign up for it 
if you haven't already though i do have like a wait list basically going um there's a link down in the show notes that you guys can click on sign up with your email to be added to the wait list that way as soon as i have like the actual date set in stone everything like that you guys will be the first to know probably before the podcast but maybe around the same time so definitely like sign up for that link in bio all you need is like name and email and i will send you guys an email when everything is ready so thank you again my loves for listening to this episode for tuning in i hope you have a beautiful beautiful week um this is the perfect ending to this podcast because i hear beeping outside i don't know what in the world is going on but i'm gonna just i'm gonna just hop out right now okay keep the sound quality hi baby i'm gonna leave right now thank you again my loves for tuning in i appreciate you so so much i'll chat with you in the very next episode bye my loves Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.